we are, Lukey. Well, bit of a break. Bit of a break. We're back. We are back. In the words of Mike. In more Jordan, ways than I'm one. Back. Footy's back. Uh, the the Rug B is back. Even more importantly, the fucking pubs S- are back. SA pubs are back. Back as in, with some pretty ridiculous rules. Yeah, but tomorrow's less ridiculous than today is. So, eighty. Eighty is the maximum. But yeah. what's your maximum? Uh, seventy. Yeah. Due to square meterage requirements. Is that your? Is that your your heart heart monitor? <laughs> no, that's your phone. I reckon. <laughs> It has been running hot. Mm. Um, <laughs> what's what's the big plan for tomorrow then? You got um, well, we've got designated areas: twenty in the dining room, twenty in the function room, twenty in the front bar. No obligation to dine, which is oh, handy. So, you have, so you don't have to eat a meal now. No, you sure? I'm sure. I've read the rules. <laughs> I was going to say, here's me, the drinker, asking the guy, the publican, mm-hmm. who's. Whole fucking business relies on knowing these rules, so you can go in there and have you can sit at the bar, suck piss. Can't sit at the bar, so you can sit at a table, suck piss. Yep. Don't have to eat. No, no obligation to order a meal. No tab yet. No tab yet, but I reckon the announcement can't be far away. That's huge for because a our new a our new temporary liquor license, I guess I'd call it, um, states poker machines and states Kino. There was no mention of TAB on there. Oh. So, could be, could be so I reckon oversight. Tab's going to be pretty soon. Pokies, no word yet. No word. Hopefully some sort of announcement in the next couple of days. Well, what, what, what were we talking about earlier on? Um, WA, they're looking to push it at 300. Yeah. Is that and fact or, or gospel? Well, it was their premier that spoke of it, so I'd say it's fact. <laughs> but uh, And he's... Halving the square meterage requirements. See, we wouldn't be too far behind, you'd think. Yeah, and I reckon Marshall would want to carry on with what McGowan's saying. So probably. Me- media Marshall, you media mean? Marshall, yep. media Marshall, as we like to refer to him in the media quite a bit of late. <laughs> He's done a bit. Poor Nicola Spurrier, and she she's been killing it, and and some fuckwit comes in from Victoria, uh, and uh, has the Rona, but. Protocol was essentially followed. She was locked up and yeah, look, didn't go around everywhere. Um, look, look, she had an exemption. Not the only person that's got an exemption. <laughs> like, but there's other exemptions that didn't then test positive, so we didn't hear about those the exemptions. The media, they're, they're just vultures sometimes. They're going yeah. out of yeah. gooses. Yeah. Shut up. And you may have witnessed the public yesterday talking about it. Some members of the public talking about it that obviously don't understand what an exemption is. You mean the bar flies? Yeah, yeah, there's a couple of people. (laughs) Don't want to mention them in case they're listening. Meathead banking. Well, you've got to have your know-it-all fuckwits in the bar that (laughs) that, uh, the public can can shoot down. Sorry, rain man, as I call you sometimes. The worst thing about you... Is if you are not a hundred percent sure, like me, if I'm having an argument with you, if I even have a five percent doubt, and you you look at that and you're like, "Are you sure?" I look back at what I've said. I'm like, "Fuck, I reckon he knows. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon I'm ninety five percent right." It's all this. about the delivery. But, but this fucking prick, he, he can keep everything in that big head of his, and he knows everything. No, it's all about the delivery. Fact is irrelevant. You've made me doubt myself when I've been right too. <laughs> I've been right, and you're like, incorrect. Oh, <laughs> shit, am I? Am I incorrect? I'll tell you what we're not incorrect about. Footy. Oh, it's not far off. God, give it to me. Just watching the rugby on Thursday night, I was like, oh. How's the crowd noise? Oh, phenomenal. When they were first talking about it, I thought, this is going to be fucking shit. Well, this morning they showed on the footy show the, how they actually did it. With that little foot uh, foot pedal. Yeah, right. So as it gets close to the try line and they're about to get a try, he's pushing that pedal slowly so the volume goes up. And then if they don't make it, he pulls it back a bit. It was actually awesome. But yeah, right. I don't know how they're going to do it with footy. Channel 7 would have been watching that going. We have all. to. Surely we have to have ball. <sighs> oh, yeah. And is it going to be... you reckon you can get And a is it going to be bigger for the home team than... Like, because no one crawls out ball for the away team. 
Oh, in Victoria, the Crows get a bit rowdy there. They're good Crows supporters there. Oh, if if we're playing against certain sides, when we make up <laughs> when, most when of the... When you're playing North Melbourne, St Kilda, Bulldogs, when Melbourne. you're half of the crowd. Melbourne. Melbourne. <laughs> oh, especially, especially in when most of them are at the ski fields. Ooh. Well, mate, they're open, so everyone probably will be going there soon. You can't go to the game, so you may as well just watch it from the ski fields on there. What, the ski fields are open? Yeah, June 22, I think. Yeah, right. Mount Hotham. Mount Hotham. Yeah, right. Mount Hotham's opening. North. Go for do some skiing. Not my cup of tea. Yeah, I've never been skiing, so... I can't picture you and me sitting on sitting on a snowboard going down with a complete coordinated path. <laughs> I can <laughs> see. Like, Anyone I can, got any toboggans? <laughs> I can I can picture us around the around the fire in a bar at night with a with a scotch and a hot chocolate and a marshmallow, yeah, but the turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we looked at the fixture. They've given us four games, yep. four games, and. With a no one knows what's going to happen when they're going to announce the ones after, but got four games. They were even talking this morning uh, about the possibility of crowds this year and that they're waiting, they're just going to take the first four games, see where we're at, and go from there. I three and weeks ago, the, the and thought who, of crowds, who floated it first might have been the port chairman. Well, no, he wasn't talking about crowds, he was talking about our specific game being the showdown. I think, yeah, they want to try and get 20,000 there. Yeah, right. I think it's great to have that chat with the league. Yeah. Why the fuck would you make it public that you're having that chat? Hey, it's Koshy. He's a fuckwit, so... I know, and, and he is paid by the media, so... It makes him look he's, good. He's a it volunteer at the power. He's like the bloke that runs the chook raffle. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get paid, but... Yeah. But why would you say it? If, you, if you're secretly... Or if you're trying to get a deal done with the government, don't get added pressure by putting it in the media... Yeah. And having people speculate, thinking, yeah, we might be able to go to the showdown. Because now, the state government will go, fuck yeah, we didn't need that out there. Because yeah. last time they got a bit of pressure, what they do? <laughs> Adelaide Port, you can go to Queensland. Piss off. So, well done, Koshy. You, you probably shot yourself in the foot by opening your, your big mouth. But if we, got it, if we got crowds. But look, when you're talking about a place... Um what what are we at oh, for pub, what are we at for public before, numbers before you get there? The SNFL they can have crowds. Yeah, yeah, twenty people, twenty people, twenty people. I can have twenty people in a in a ten by ten room, <laughs> and we can only have twenty at a around the boundary stadium. line of yeah. Jeez. what qualifies you to be one of the twenty? <laughs> Well, you, you've been a member for 40 years. You can you can come in and watch, but 20 people. What's what a play point? like... Either open it up, have a couple of... A place like Westies, you'd have 20 in that bar and... Yeah. On the flank. Well, the SNFL, who knows, they could be one of the first sports in Australia to have crowds because you're not going to get 20,000. Mind you, if there's a Friday night game of footy at West Adelaide versus North, someone who I don't really can't watch... There's going to be a reason for people I'll, wanting I'll, to I'll go. I'll be going. I think I'll you'll be, be going. going and every man and the son who has seen nothing would be keen as fuck to go. I probably wouldn't be there. I'd probably need to be at work. You don't work on Friday nights. Well, might have to. <laughs> Strange times we live in, Luke. Be flooded. But, uh, well, four do we got? Four rounds. After that, shit. If they open the borders up again, oh, you don't like me saying that. But if players, if teams can fly in and out, what do you mean? I don't like you saying that. When I say open the borders, you always respond with "they're not shut." You well, just have to quarantine, yeah. which is correct. But but using the term "borders closed" because mm-hmm. there is no free passage into borders unless you do your checks and you have your give the cops all your details and then they come check on you every day. Yada 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 yada. Yep. So we'll just go with the saying of borders are closed. Okay. All right. So don't don't snap back at that. <coughs> but if for some magical reason in four weeks they they do allow players to fly and fly out again, then these hubs that we were talking about they're only going to last for those first f- what four rounds and yeah. back and go. So does that mean someone like Crows and Port they've played those four games up in um, Gold Coast? Yeah. Port's first game was already on the Gold Coast. Their very first round one game. Yeah. 
that would mean their first five games have been away games, but they're not going to class them as away games, are they? But round two would be a home game for yeah. Port because so, it's a genuine home game. So Port's not going to have the argument, okay, can we have our next five games back here in Adelaide? And the Crows will say, we've been up on Brisbane for the Gold Coast for four or five weeks. We want the next four games to be in Adelaide. I don't think that's going to happen, though. Do you? I'm undecided. You can't be undecided well, when we're talking about it, mate. Get off the fucking fence and make a make an argument, make a case. Yes, they're not playing at home. But if someone's travelling to play them, are they playing at home? We're talking about people that travel three or four times a year, so... They should all be travelling in those first four weeks. But in hindsight and real chat, that can't physically happen. So why do we talk about it? But can it happen? It can happen between the eastern seaboard states, I believe. Well, they're saying that Essendon and North Melbourne, they're playing Sydney and GWS on the Sunday. Yep. They have to fly up together. Yeah. Play the game and, one and of the fly t- back, back together. Back on the same day. So North Melbourne's playing the out, like later. I think Essendon's playing earlier One or the other Vice versa But you're going to get there The other team's going to get there earlier You'd probably want to get up early anyway To get Just get relaxed But you finish your game And you're like Alright well Normally we'd go back to the hotel Oh no We just sit in the room For two or three hours hours Watch that other game Go pick up North Melbourne And then fly home Mm. My argument to that is Get over it You could be fucking You could be not playing Yeah we're playing footy So like no. Glen Archer, oh, I wouldn't. I don't even call them Essendon. We call them the team down the road. Like I wouldn't be on a, I wouldn't be sharing a plane with them. Well, that's okay, Glen. You can stay. You can stay in Victoria and not have a job. You, you share public roads with <laughs> them every day. Yeah. You share electorates, councils, well, a city. Speaking of the Sydney side, a home ground. Yeah, fuck. Oh, don't get me started on that fuckwit. Well, let's move on from him. Okay. Because there's, there's a big name here that I'm calling it now. Ooh. I'm calling it. I hope I'm wrong. This isn't the Coleman medal debate, is it? No. Oh. I think the great Bud Wan, Buddy Franklin, is done. Dusted. Done. Oh. Essentially had last year off. He's just ripped the hemi. I love how they say it's a bad strain, six to eight weeks. <laughs> A strain isn't six to eight weeks. That is a, that's a tear <laughs> if I've ever heard of one. And going on his fo- <laughs> going on his form, when you're that age, you're at the end of your career. Must be all the work he's that thin. he's do- been doing on the track, though. Like he's, he's, he's mate, like we can talk, but for an el- <laughs> elite footy player, he doesn't look. It, you know, he'd probably rip off his shirt and have a six pack. But for his his height and weight, if he's tearing his hammies and and everything regularly. I reckon he's done. And he might play on this year. He might play on... Well, he probably will play on the rest of this year. And he may play on next year. But I think the best of Buddy How many years of that gone. deal is left? <sighs> Fuck, when they, take, when they do it. Two or three? No, I reckon, I reckon, I reckon, it's, I reckon this is his seventh year. Or is it his eighth year? If it's his seventh year, so including this year, there's three left. No, when did they win that first of their... Th- this, the first two flags, they won... Mm-hmm. Of the triple He wasn't there for the No he won the three didn't he And then he didn't play in the fourth Did they he win four in a row No three in a row wasn't it Oh fuck I don't know He didn't play in one of them The last one of them He didn't play in the last so one So I reckon that was 13 So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 Man maybe this is Was it eight, 7, 8, 9 they won 7, 8, 9 what are you talking about? They won 08 and they didn't play in a grand final for about three years. What did the Cats win the next year? Thank you. Yeah, but right. I don't think... If he if he does come back and play, well, that's awesome. But the best of Buddy's done. Mm. He might have a few games where he kicks fours and fives and everyone says, oh, Buddy's back. No. The Harbour City will be welcoming Joe Danaher. <laughs> you, get rid of, you get rid of one key forward that's body is broken down and you get... It's like trading in your your busted up Holden Commodore and getting back For a, a uh, <laughs> getting back a, a Volkswagen with an even more fucked engine. <laughs> and it's not like a busted up Holden Commodore. It's like a uh, something luxurious. What, buddy? Yeah, 
Yeah, right. That's, so, that's, so, but, yeah. but older, luxurious. So, into, so like, just, I don't know, maybe the car buddy that, rid off his BMW. Blo- Let's call that, it a written off BMW. It's just blown an engine. Yeah. Now you get a Toyota yeah. Corolla. You trade in, <laughs> tra- no, you trade in uh, a newer newer thing that's just always going to be, always going to be in the garage. I think always going to be at the mechanic. Do you think he is? He obviously is injured, but. Well, well, I don't think he's putting it on. Well, not putting it on. But would you go, am I going to risk it and get back a couple of weeks earlier? Or am I going to hold out for this big deal I'm going to get in Sydney next year when I don't have to be traded? I can go as a free agent. Can he go as a free agent? I think so. There you go. But is Sydney all of a sudden going, well, that offer we had for you, seeing as you haven't kicked a footy in three years. And And clearly trading and getting blokes in... Changes with what's happened this mm. year, and philosophies of of recruiting players changes. Well, if they clip lists, if they bring your list size down to, oh, I think the number that they're looking at is thirty eight. Well, there's no chance if if they're clipping the size of the list. Mm. That so you're going to have to delist players. You're still going to have to draft maybe one or two. That means if you're going to bring in Danaher, means you're going to have to delist another person. So who have they got on the list? You got a McCartan kid. I'll just name all forty-four players. Talking about fucking key forwards, you wanker. Sam Reid, (laughs) the other. Didn't he injure himself this week? Oh mate, he's been injured the whole time. He's another guy that got one of those big five-year deals. Or was it the Collingwood Reid that injured himself this week? Probably either one of them. They're very injury-prone, both of them. But the one for. But they got a McCartan, haven't they? So you're bigger bloke. Well, he's he he can go through a game without almost dying. So. Probably better than his brother, um, Paddy. Is it? Is it a bad trot? Isn't he? <laughs> well, he's up there talking about. Yeah, I'm ready to come back. I don't understand if you've reti- if you've retired because you're getting a clip in the head and it's knocking you rotten and you're fucked for weeks. You and you've just got your head right. You're gonna go right. I'm gonna go out to to a sport where I'm gonna get hit in the head again. It's it's a no. It's gonna fact. happen. It's going to happen, and you're probably gonna be fucked again. It's a hard thing. The kid wants to play footy, but with a head injury like that, you'd want to be. But his brother, yes, I think he'll be a decent forward, but a key forward, I don't know. Someone on the radio was talking about Nick Blakey replacing the boudoir this season. It's not a bad call. He's he's all right. He's awkward and ugly. Not not ugly as in looks-wise, but but the way he plays, the way he kicks everything, it's ugly. But he was solid in his... Uh, oh. Was it his first year last year? No, second. Second. He's been solid. But can play. He goes the third year bang and uh, and could be their key forward. But I reckon... Um, I wouldn't be bringing Dan in. I wouldn't have thought. Oh. Not for the money they were going to give him. Well, it's not going to be... Can't be that money. Hmm. And, and do the Bombers offer... Clearly... Their offer is going to be lower now as well. Oh, I'd, I'd be saying right if you can pr- if you can get on the track, um, we'll evaluate your contract. But at the moment, your contract's going to be a hell of a lot lower because mm. you're, you're not playing. You can't, even, and that's where he's going to go anyway. I can't see him being at Essendon, period, next year. Um, but I don't think the offer he was going to be getting is going to be anywhere near what it was either. Wonder if a uh, wonder if a certain Defender that has retired that might have played for Richmond. There's been a bit of chat about maybe the... Is Rant, a good, good Good fit for the woods. Oh, fucking please. Why, why, why would he... This this guy, I don't know if Rance just likes to get the attention with a... I think he likes attention. <laughs> First time I'm going to retire, doesn't retire. Has retired, now straight away talk of him coming back. Maybe it's just bullshit. I must Maybe he, it wasn't he, he hasn't said I've wanted It wasn't out. said, that, yeah. It was a journalist said he's the right fit. If you're Richmond, you'd be seething if that happened. I reckon you'd be happy to rid, be rid of him. Well, no, because I don't think they could bring players in or sign players up to other contracts because of his big contract. Then when he retired, his big contract had to be included in this year's salary cap, correct? Um. Yes, it still is included. But if he retired, that 
contract's not included because he's retired. They've paid him out something. They always do. But that yeah, gets you. But what I'm saying is, they had um, what's the bloke that left and had and went to St Kilda or Essendon. He was in their Premiership Mid- side, midfielder Townsend. Oh yeah, Jacob Townsend, Townsend to the Bombers. Yep. And they said, "Well, we just couldn't sign it. We didn't. We can't give you contract. We'd mm. love to, but we don't have cap space." Now, if Rance had said earlier who's going to retire, well, there's your cap space yeah. to give him an extra 50, 60 grand to a, keep him. A, and a fair bit of cap space. And I rate, I rate Townsend. Like in the, uh, yeah. They probably would have wanted to keep him, but if he then came back, if he was to go to Collingwood, he can't just walk on a Collingwood's list, can he? No, they have to draft him. They have to... No, no don't Essen, uh, Richmond have to trade him. Because he's still, oh, he's still he's on the still list, on this, on the list year. Yeah. this year. Yeah. Whether if it was his last year in his contract, and then they pick him up as a free agent after October, yeah. But if it's not his last year of contract, then yeah, yeah it's only tradable. Yeah. yeah. You can either be traded or you can come back yeah. to Richmond. <laughs> but, but why would you <laughs> want him back after what he's done to you? Yeah. Fuck you. See you later. What he did to the team, or no, what he did to the club by deciding. After, after the uh, season had virtually started, or the the list lodgement date, he said, "Yeah, no, nah, I've I've reconsidered, and I think fuck it. After all the tra- drafts and the trades you could have done, now I've decided to retire. Thanks, Alex. Bit of bit of earlier notice would have been good, champ. But if he did go to Collingwood, geez, I don't know how their salary caps <laughs> intact because." There's got to be players spilling out of that side saying they've still got Beams on there who's not playing. Dugowie's contract's coming up. Dugowie. Grundy's contract, I don't think that's going to be valid. I don't know I don't, how they're going to Jordan play. Jordan Dugowie, he's been in the news. <laughs> been on the goey. No. <laughs> Another DUI. I lo- no, but, I lo- but it's 12 months ago. What do you mean? Well, it's only gone to court now. It happened 12 months ago. What was it back in the news then? Because he went to court the other day, or he, it was due to go to court the other day. But he didn't repeat offend. What are you talking about? So it's not like he's f- had a fresh drink driving charge. No, it's 12 months ago, the actual charge. Oh, he gives a fuck. He's already been, mur- he already got murdered in the media for it 12 months ago. They're going to have a crack again. Oh, but hey, mate, players are off limits. You can't ask them about what happens if they get caught doing anything. Like Jack Stephen. Mm, that's odd. Yeah. <laughs> a what? guy that's been stabbed what? won't tell the cops who stabbed him and the media are told, don't you dare ask him about it. So the guy's it, got fucking stabbed. Is it a disgruntled <laughs> girlfriend or who, who stabbed him, do you reckon, Lucky? I don't know. Do you know? I don't know. Wasn't there? Yeah. Wasn't looking in the window? It's, it's not like I've... Uh, <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> if you're going to sneeze, sneeze properly. Don't hold it in. I didn't want to sneeze all over me, Mike. You can your head can explode. You can die from holding a sneezing. Undue pressure on the heart, <laughs> I think you'll find, Luke. Exactly. You're meant to let it out. Mm. But speaking of on the pressure on the heart, Jack Stephen was a very lucky man. Oh. Very lucky man. People are going to stab you when near I your heart. They're not they're not oh. stabbing you for like, oh, I'm going to make him know that I'm not happy. I'm going to just stab him in the leg. No, I'm going to stab you in your heart. He's pissed someone off. It's not because they had an argument about... What St Kilda Guernsey was the best? <laughs> Sorry, Geelong Guernsey was the best. Long sleeves or short sleeves? Oh, I like short sleeves. Fucking. And Jack was Jack was going down the long sleeve path, and he's but he's been stabbed, copped a blade he in, he hasn't in been, the chest. He hasn't been punched at a pub. He hasn't gotten a skirmish and had a bit of a punch up. He's been fucking stabbed. And then now nah, I'm not going to tell the cops. And then you got Brad Scott, Chris Scott, whichever. One in the, the past, <laughs> of all the things where players have been charged with bringing the game into disrepute, surely not... Can you put your so- th- phone on silent? Yeah, all right. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, of all the blokes who have been oh, done, oh, charged for bringing the game into disrepute, Yes. surely after you've been stabbed, not cooperating with police has to be high on, high on the you've brought the game into disrepute. Cuz got cut because he got well. He got brought to disrepute just because he got arrested in public. That was the final straw. Correct. Mm. Yeah, Is that when he was asleep on the park bench on the Yarra? No, 
How was that? The famous one of him walking with no shirt on with the uh, oh, the Gucci sunnies on or something, and they they put him in the paddy wagon, and the, the yeah. AFL was like, "Nope, that's that's We're the last done. of it. We're done with your son. See you later." But he had a few he had a few issues before that, so maybe maybe they banked up a bit. I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. <laughs> thought the glass pipe was an issue in 2010. It isn't in 2020, but the uh, I think not telling the coppers who stabbed you. There's a reason. Either, mm. yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's not protecting do, someone he considers a friend. Well, you don't have to do the math to know that he's either someone very mean <laughs> stabbed him, and you don't want to tell you're the police about scared. them. You're either scared, or, or you're protecting. Or someone. you're protecting someone that uh, you like, love, yada, or maybe yada, yada. protecting himself. Or exactly, he could have got that cooked that he he had a fight with himself, and he didn't like the fact that Jeez, himself you've, you've had just gone down a whole new that, street that to what I was talking about. One half of his brain wanted short sleeves, the other one didn't. And <laughs> fucking bang, he stabbed himself. But yeah, I'd think uh, there's a lot more to that story, and we'll hopefully find out. <laughs> Good little rumor mills are going around. That's for does sure. Eddie want to find out? Eddie, yeah, Eddie McGuire, yeah. Why would he want to find out? Well, he came out hacking on the cats for uh, for not having a press conference and then saying, oh, it's off limits. It's like, well, don't have a press conference. You agree with him? Yeah, he's got a reasonable point. Yeah. They could have cancelled the press conference. Well, they're have but the they would have caught criticism for cancelling press conference. Yeah. Damned so, if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. But then when he was <laughs> when he's rocked out in the training doing laps and waving and... Smiling at reporters, <coughs> but he's been, but they've been told you can't ask him questions. <laughs> Give us a spell. Tell you what, how good did he handle getting stabbed though? Like, <laughs> like a, f- a few days later, he's at training. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm back. I'm all good." It's like you got a hole in your chest, mate. If I got stabbed, I'd be ringing my insurance company and going, "Does this class as TPD, and I can get a payout?" <laughs> this guy's back at training in a week and just jogging around like nothing had happened. Oh, he must have a night. <laughs> Must be tough, tough lad. Uh, inch the <laughs> other side would be a different story, I reckon. But well, the other thing that's happened this week, uh, everyone's gone back to training. Everyone's yeah. come back with a few funny hairdos. <sighs> no one spoke about, but Max Gorn, apparently that's an issue. Hutchie wasn't too happy. Thought, new captain, you're not allowed to have a little bit of a mohawk. And yeah. no, no one's allowed to have a personality. No. Or, or a funny haircut. I think Simon's response was, I couldn't give a shit about your hair as long as Get you do your job tra- on Saturday. Tra- train hard, lead the team, play well. Play well. <laughs> reckon, reckon the coach and the 17 members that Melbourne <laughs> have got would be happy then. I think... <laughs> oh, stab there. A bit of a light stab. I'm a member, believe it or not. Are you? Yeah. They call it an armchair membership. Seven, yeah, right. $75. <laughs> nice. Gives me a discount at the online store, and that's about it. <laughs> There's not too much more with it. If you buy stuff at their online store, mate, if they used to, and, has, don't, no, and don't and don't get the coach to grab your jumper or something, and you buy stuff instead, never. you just go up in my estimations did, of did, human didn't, being. Didn't get anything when he played at Adelaide, mate, because it didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> My younger brother Tom was always rolling around. Always decked out in the best Adidas or Predator boots and Adidas feeler. Oh, I had everything. Russell Athletic. Used to look at him and think, you prick. And I think he looked at me and goes, well, don't be a fat cunt. (laughs) (laughs) Never got any of that shit. Actually, haven't dropped a couple of kilos. I'm I'm pretty keen to get on the Crows site to see if I can buy a a tracksuit top or something. You've been waiting to drop that, haven't you? What's that? The weight loss. No. The Keto King, Keto King, Lucy's calling, isn't she? Yeah, maybe. The Keto Queen's just been dethroned by the Keto King. Yep. Enjoying it? Oh, can't lie. I'd love a, I'd love a spud or a, or a bread <laughs> roll or something, but... How long have you been doing it now? Um, mostly since last year's grand final. And is it, so you haven't found it hard work? Not as hard as I expected it to be. And you've dropped how many? 17 kilos. 17? Since the granny. Better buy some new clothes, mate. Yeah. Went and bought a couple of new T-shirts and a couple of new jackets the other day. 
and that'll keep you going for the next six, yeah. 12 months. No, hopefully. Or well, hopefully hopefully in a month I have to buy other new ones that are smaller. Well, while the keto king's sitting here talking about his weight loss of enjoying a lovely Cooper's Stout, so nice winter's beer. Might go home and have some pasta. No, I better not. Oh, you know what? I'll make a deal. Cauliflower rice, mate. That's where it's at. I'll try keto tomorrow for a week. All right. It's not whether I'll try it and like it. I've, I've had it, but it's a matter of sticking to it. Does that mean you come to the pub every night and I have to get a keto dish for you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Except when I've got the girls. They can it'll be pasta with them. But Get uh, them on the cauliflower rice without telling them, mate. Mate, I can't get them to eat anything other than fucking pasta, so I'll, find, I'll try. Oh, they don't like rice? No. Mm. It, it does my head in. <laughs> like, do you guys want mashed potato? I hate mashed potato. Fuck. Um... I don't know, make a, a nice curry. I hate curry. Potato potato gems in the air fryer, mate. Potato gems. I like chips and and uh, chicken nuggets. <laughs> but pass is the go-to. Need to get yourself a air fryer, mate. How about that sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> I know, you have to speak to our sponsorship manager about it. Uh, well, How's that going? Anyone that wants to sponsor, hit us up. We'll do a little, little spiel about you at the start if you want. But uh, the thing that we need to move on to which is probably a bit of a concern for me was the the LA Crows stance stance whatever state you want to be in how they say it apparently the Crows were conned into doing that one person said that who one person that person was your man Josh Jenkins oh the con man himself so the con man speaking about another con what didn't the power stance work for three weeks? <laughs> no one. No Stupid one was, fucking Justin no, Leffich no brought like, it up in the sack podcast the other day. No, no. Oh, yeah, because we fucking bet him. We were beating the Crows from the first bounce. No, you weren't, you fuckwit. <laughs> Quarter time's pretty level. Crows kicked the first two goals, but, but we beat them for the first ba- from the first bounce because I was scared. Well, no wonder you got sacked by fucking Richmond, uh, by Brisbane, you but, Fucking people irrelevant rang a fuckwit. People were watching the power stance saying it looks silly. What were they doing? But they didn't say, oh, it's not working because mm. they were winning. But I like it how Josh Jenkins now comes out and say they were conned mm. as he is the biggest con man. Um, we've probably seen... Maybe Danger's the biggest con man. But do you know why? Why Jen- is that? Jenkins. Why is he, he the biggest con man? Well, he conned the Adelaide Football Club into thinking he was a good player. And he conned him well because he had a good season where he... He kicked a few goals from the goal line and they, they signed him up to a five-year astronomical deal. And, uh, yeah, he conned them well. Cause Why were all these AFL clubs obsessed with key forwards that could go into the rut? I'm not saying he's a ruckman. Like, he can spend a, spend a couple of minutes a quarter in there. Yeah, but he'd have to get physical in the ruck, so... Yeah. But, but every AFL club's guilty of overpaying... These six foot eight, six foot ten blokes that are forwards that can ruck. Well, they don't want to have a. Um, you can't. They don't want to play two ruck, two yeah. ruckmen anymore. So Billy Frampton. But, but but it doesn't mean that bloke's worth more. I know. What's a bit? What's Billy Frampton's worth then? He played one game. He didn't do too much in that first one, did he? I don't know. Haven't watched it. You haven't watched round one yet. No. I was at a wedding. Fair play. You I've know, still got. It. I've still got it taped. <laughs> oh, speaking of finding what's on your IQ box, yeah. listeners, a few people messaged me because I put up on uh, on my Instagram story a nice snippet from the 1997 documentary produced by... Tommy uh, Chadwick. It's a creator, directed, produced... Let's just say the whole thing was made by Tommy Chadwick. Um, but it was a, a documentary from when the Crows started from 1990 through to that 97 premiership. I... I have been asked everywhere, where can you watch that? And really, right now, the only answer I've got is Danny Hurley's living room because <laughs> it's the only place I've known where it is. But it was amazing. I We were sitting there and jumping around, talking, cheering. Um, had tingles watching that 97 grand final again. So, Tommy, if you're listening, that was a, an absolute ripper documentary and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. And if you can tell us anywhere where you can stream it, we can get it going again. But brilliant. You gonna talk? 
No, no it was good. You didn't like it? No, I think it was bloody excellent. Oh, well, a bit of input would be fucking good then. <laughs> Just sit there looking like I'm talking to you, mate. Come on. No, no, it was... I loved it. I didn't love how every time something was said, you'd pause it and we'd talk about it. And <laughs> so an hour documentary <laughs> went for three hours. <laughs> three hours. Your cousin yeah. fell asleep because he sat there for so long. <laughs> three hours. But it did take me back to, to when we were kids. Yeah. And the yeah. debate... I still, my debate, the greatest crow ever, I th- still think is Tony Modra. Oh. Who's I, yours? I'm Rue. Rue. Not Paul Rue's. No. No. Him. no. Let's debate it then. Why, why Rue over Godra? Oh, jeez, you put me on the spot now. Well, fuck I'd, I just always thought Rue was a okay Brownlow medalist. He's got him there. Yeah, um, He's not a Coleman, no. No, probably multi Coleman medalist. Rue um, Modra is he? Uh, I don't think he is. No, I think he only won. Did he win it when he kicked one fifty three? Was it one fifty three or one forty six? No, that year in ninety three when he kicked a hundred. I don't think he was the Coleman medalist. I've got a feeling Ablett was. Wow. Ah, well, is that is that because um, the is that because some of those goals were finals? No, it's because I think Ablett kicked. No, but I'm saying some of the one. Where was it? Western Oval, Western Oval versus Fitzroy kicked his hundredth at West, the Western Oval, or I reckon it was Western Oval. You say you say Princess Park. Park. Oh, no, Victor- no, no, not Princess Victoria Park. Park. Victoria Park, Collingwood's home ground. Why in the hell would Fitzroy be playing at Collingwood's home ground? I don't know. Fitzroy were on their knees. They probably didn't have a home ground. But, Western, I didn't know they were playing at Western. Fuck, I was barely born back then. <laughs> but, 93. Well, you finish your story. Why do you rate Rue as the greatest crow? Could have played anywhere. Yeah. Um... Well, Modra was extraordinarily good and well, arguably the biggest name in the game at one point. But Bigger than the Beatles, they say. Yeah, I'm not sure whether I'd go that far. But Modra only won it in 97. Wow. That's the f- that's the, that's, and they won a flag without him. So, Well, they won a grand final and a prelim without did him. His knee in the, did his knee in the prelim. So the year he, 1993, when he kicked 123 goals, I think it was 123. Lockett, no, Gary Ablett kicked 124. <sighs> you won't see those numbers ever again. How's the, how's the years we had though? From was it 93? He kicked four, 13 or 14 Brian in round Ta- one. Brian Taylor kicked a ton in 86. The bristle. The bristle. So you've gone from Brian Taylor kicking a ton to to look at the names that followed for the next two decades. Lockett, Dunstall, Dunstall, <laughs> Longmire, Lockett, Dunstall, Ablett, 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 Lockett, Mondra, Lockett. But before that all started, the bristle was the king of the uh, king of the goal kickers. But yeah, my theory with Mondra. What an amazing time for four forwards that like Dunstall, Lockett. Who'd say Ablett? Ablett. But then you had Carey floating in there. You had... Uh, well, and Carey and his K- teammate Longmore. Kernahan. And it was the... That's when I... When I Dacos. Got, growing up for me, that 90s... Dacos, who was a different style for forward, but... But that 90s era and then oh. early 2000s. Oh, the, the full forward's gone now, unfortunately. Who, who's the best for... Like, in that from... From... The time you've been watching footy, who's the best full forward? Me? Yeah. Uh, I say Lockett. Yeah. Not just because of the numbers, but you literally put it out in front of him. He wouldn't say even kick it to me. Just put it yeah. out in front of him on the lead. And I'll get there. And I'll, I'll get it. And if right. someone's in my way, a la Peter Caven, <laughs> I'm going to make him drink and drink soup out of a straw <laughs> for the next 12 years. But yeah. I, I rate him the best. What about you? He's definitely in me top two. I he's he's in my top two. So I don't. He's, so I, he's number two. I, no, I can't split Lockett and Dunstall. And not without Ablett. Uh, he was good, but I, yeah. 
Well, me being born in 86, you'd probably forget how good Dunster was, I suppose. You'd probably remember him a bit more, seeing as you're an old fart. Mm, you, you, you probably were. You were probably, what, 21 years old when Dunster won his first <laughs> Coleman medal. See, so people don't realise the publican's a lot older than he looks. What are you, 62? Not exactly. Not quite. <laughs> but back to my argument with Modra, at being the greatest crow. No one could do what he did. No one probably will do what he did. What he, he could turn a, a game that quickly, or he could set up a game. He could kick five in the first quarter. Was he the biggest yeah. name at one point in the game? At that time? Mm. Oh, I don't think that's even an argument, is it? Or here in Adelaide, maybe not interstate. Yeah. But I think he was the first Adelaide Crows player that was absolutely... Marketable, God, could do no Nationwide. Wrong. Could go for a surf instead of training. It's all, it's all about management, mate. I do, do remember when we were kids going in there and uh, <laughs> it was Simon's debut and we went in the rooms after an old Rupert Rusciuto. We, Me and Tommy, I don't think we'd ever seen another <laughs> naked man apart from our brothers <laughs> in our life and he's come out... What about the old man? Oh. Yeah, it's not something you want to <laughs> say you've seen, but I c- we come from a family where you probably saw when you've got six people in one shower at some time you're going to see a dick or something floating around. <laughs> but uh, we're in there half the game and Rue's come out of the shower and he's said to us to, to go have a look at Mods' locker and as he's telling us, he's proceeding to, to dry himself uh, with nothing on underneath and... That sledgehammer of his was, was going around everywhere. <laughs> as as a as a third oh, how old was I? That was ninety seven. I was uh shit, I was eleven years old. It was something I hadn't really seen before and he couldn't really turn anywhere. But then Rue said, Go have a look at Mods's locker. We opened the door, there was pictures of Pamela Anderson and everything in there and well it was a definitely a rude awakening as a as a youngster. Uh, that you that was that was welcome to the AFL world. Have you brought that up to Rue ever? I don't think I have. You well, probably wouldn't remember it, but it was back when he had that long mullety type hair and the mm-hmm. the goatee and the yeah the sledgehammer floating around. And <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is Thor? Oh, let's move on. <laughs> it's uh, the story about the the locker, not about not about the knocker. So. <laughs> I love how you try and say what the story's about. Well, it was it was meant to, it was about Modra and his locker. How he had a couple of good titty pics in there, but somehow, yeah, had to put some some background to the story. Um, let's move on. Speaking of moving on, rugby league's back. Well, yeah, it's back. It's good to see, but. Tell you what, like, like 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 every time you watch rugby, it's like the when the state of origin comes around, you enjoy it for five minutes, and then you're like, oh well, there's an actual game they're playing. Here. Let's what, move on. When you text me the other night and you said you were watching, I did turn over for about three minutes, and I'm like, yeah, this is good. Yep, no. Nah. Do you know what I appreciate it instantly more though? How fucking hard they hit each other. Oh. Does when there's the lack there's of no, noise. There's and no you can noise there. And they slam into each other. It's oh. just two bits of meat. Oh. That, that first hit-up in the game oh. is just brutal. I'm not saying that well, other hit-ups no, in the game aren't brutal. There's no but crowd roaring when they do it. Oh. So well, there was a little bit. They had the sound effects. But the, the two bodies colliding into each other just makes you go... <laughs> like instantly tense up yeah. at the sound of it. What but do you reckon of the uh, New South Wales demigod that is Peter Volandis? Jesus. The, the you, you NRL chairman, and he's actually the CEO of New South Wales Turf. So he runs, his paid employee runs I, horse racing in I New do. South Wales, and he's the chairman of the rugby league. I do like your thesaurus of words you bring up. A demigod. Who well, is? I was shit-canning him a few weeks ago, saying he was a bit of a dickhead. But uh, I had no idea he was the racing New South Wales. Uh, New South yeah. Wales Turf. He's had a busy, busy few months then. He's had a bit. Oh, hey, and he's. Well, the the, the sport he's the chairman on is the first national sport back. He did. And they did cop it when they put that date of and May. Yeah, and the May sport 20th. he's the CEO of mm. hasn't had a day off. Neither should they. You'd be pretty happy with your <laughs> your work. Well, 
so far so good. They've mm. uh, they've been up and running and people, do you, do you like his it. cutouts in the crowd? <laughs> I love I saw it. Saw that tweet of that guy talking about. <laughs> I just saw me dog on the rugby. So people who don't know, if you're a member, you can pay. What is it? I think forty bucks. Oh, forty state, but you can get a cutout of yourself or a family member or anyone, and they're putting him in the stadium as seats as spectators. And this on guy a, put his dog. Flute. This guy's put his dog there. The photo of it's hilarious. Would you say there was another guy who put one up of him and his kid, but they'd cut the kid's head off? Yeah, well, he only paid forty bucks. <laughs> he didn't pay eighty. <laughs> come on, mate. Trying to cheat the system. So Don't ask. So there's an image out there which could come on the on the camera today of a guy holding a headless kid. <laughs> yep. That's that's publicity for you. Dortmund, the uh, the uh, German football club, they did it. Who? Dortmund. Oh, Dortmund. Yeah. I thought you said Thortman. I said, who the fuck are you talking about? you got about? Thor on the mind, mate. <laughs> come on. Um, <laughs> and uh, someone tweeted the other day, I didn't realise David Boone was a German soccer fan. Was <laughs> there a David Boone oh, on it there? looked exactly like him. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was just a bloke with glasses and a mo. Like oh, there's a few move views. It'd be good to put, just put, like, upload your photo there. That's supposedly you, but it could be... Someone completely different. I'll, I'll, I'll upload one of you, or or, or you're, you're saying oh, I'm going to the footy today. Just <laughs> put someone else up there, and just a ripper photo that you don't want to see yourself there. It'd be good if you paid for like five porn stars and just had them all across one line. <laughs> cameras, with, cameras with, pan on the on with the you f- in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but the so you've got the rugby back, footy's back in a week or two. A League, what's M- going well, on? NBL said we're done and you can be the winner, Perth Wildcats. Yep. But A League, I've just read mid July. <laughs> all they have to and do, all is, they finish have to the do season. is finish the season and have some finals. Yeah. Mid July. You would have thought that'd be the first one getting done. Or are they just trying to get some crowds at finals? Holding off. But then they're going to start their season. They normally start their season, what, a month after the footy season? So October, mm. November, or no, they started during AFL finals normally. You would have thought it; w- they were in the best position to do what the N- yeah. NBL did and go well. But either uh, either make the decision they no, weren't it, they weren't no finals, champion so. crowned. Yeah. Oh. But they went to mid July, so that's another AFL starts not next weekend. What have we got? Weekend six after. six weeks till mid July. Yeah, give so or take. So everyone else is going to be up and running, hopefully. Um, and they're just going to be sitting on the sidelines. All I can possibly think of is a lot of their A League grounds are NRL grounds. Like Newcastle uh, Knights play, um, at, sorry, Newcastle Jets play at Newcastle Knights, I'm pretty sure. Gold Coast, Brisbane. Sydney, Sydney play at the one where the, the rugby yep. play, the big one. Um, yep. Well, Melbourne have got their own. Uh, well, no, Melbourne, no, Melbourne, Melbourne Storm. play at uh, Melbourne Storm. Yeah. So, Victory and. Um, the the Melbourne City play. and. and uh, Victory play. Victory play at the same yeah. joint. Yep. And then you got the ones out at Geelong. They play at Skilled Stadium. Mm. So maybe that's the issue. They're, they're trying to sort out available Ground availability. Grounds. Maybe they'll just bring the whole comp to Adelaide and hub here and play at Highmarsh Stadium. Not the worst idea. You know what? Head of A-League, give me give me a medal because I reckon I've just told you. <laughs> Send Jeez. them all to Adelaide. Play Say at Highmarsh. Say a few words on your own behalf over how were, good you are. The only people that play at Highmarsh is Adelaide United and the Foo Fighters when they come. They're the only people that play at Highmarsh. So bring the whole fucking game here and play it here. Yeah, don't say that. Not a suggestion, though. I thought it was pretty good. But, um, yeah, they're going to they're, they're gonna be a while before they're, they're done. And then they've got to restart. And then, but the EPL's back. Ooh. Oh. Has it started or we've just got a date? No, a date. I think they're going through everything, but essentially it means Liverpool can actually claim their championship instead of people then saying, oh, yep, you won it when you really didn't win it, you were gifted it. Essentially, I think they only need two more wins, isn't it? Have you seen the Scottish Premier League? Are they still going? Or have they started again? Well, apparently there's a decision being made, or they're talking about a decision (laughs) being made, that Glasgow Celtic are top. And the CEO... Which isn't anything new. <laughs> yeah, and the CEO of the league's just going, yep, yeah, well, they can have the title. Um, but he's well known that he's a Glasgow Celtic fan. <laughs> had a certain 
certain potential sponsor not happy about it the other day. So no, we'll, we'll just think. award it to my favourite team. But it's like saying Ken, Ken O from Porter and Co. Porter and Co. Yeah, he's not happy about the being a Protestant. He's not happy that a Catholic side's been gifted a championship. Oh, because because he, he's a Rangers man. Keno's probably listening too, so... Um, you, better, you better shell out some sponsorship dollars soon, <laughs> Keno. <laughs> We're moving your wine, but uh, yeah, he'd be an unhappy Scotsman. Mm. But who gives a fuck? That's, I don't think they're going to be playing in... Like, I'm astounded the EPL's going ahead with their still, still raging with the corona, but in the end, I think the world's just going, well, I think no matter this virus is going to keep... Just need to get it back on with it. Be back on with it. Be interesting to see if it does erupt, as they say. But I don't think the virus is going to spread because a couple of teams are playing soccer with no crowds. Um, it's not like remember you remember when the virus first started, and everyone that's thought, so oh, long. Thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> but they said two people at the women's cricket grand final have been confirmed. Yeah. So all of those ninety thousand people are going to get it. We're fucked. We're doomed. Yeah. We're all going to die. I doubt whether anyone actually got it. You never heard of someone going, I caught it. Yeah, they reckon you caught it at the well, cricket. We've got very low numbers of community, what are they called? Next community cases or whatever they call it. There was only, uh, what, I think there was maybe under 10 community transmissions here transmissions. in Transmissions. Transmissions. That's it. Imagine they called STDs community transmissions. It would sound so much better. Fuck, I caught, I, I caught the clap. You've got an STD? That's not good. No, no. it's a community transit. Uh, I caught it. I got a community transmitted disease. Uh, well, how was it transmitted? Oh, I can't say. I can't divulge that privacy. But uh, wouldn't that make it a CTD, not a what's that? STD? Because <laughs> community doesn't start with S, champ. That's my point, mate. Oh, okay. STD sounds bad. Like it's got it's got some stigma to it these days. So. Saying you caught something through community transmission at the moment, that really just means you got coronavirus. But Do they say STD anymore? Don't they say STI now? STI? Yeah, infection. I believe the term is just the clap. Oh. Or or AIDS, but no one gets AIDS. Well, not H- not HIV, I think, mate. I don't think they use AIDS anymore. Maybe, maybe more so in Africa and there, but not uh, not here anymore. But hmm, there's a, I'm just looking forward to, to sport in general back. UFC held yet another event today. No, no, Rona hasn't swept through through them. How did they go with that? They had a one of the fighters in his corner test at, positive. Yeah, at yeah, the last they, event they yeah. were isolated. No, the very first event. Yep, they suspected they had it. Probably, maybe shouldn't have fucking gone there. But <laughs> they oh, so they reckon they had it previous to getting there. Well, he he knew he had his parent his family oh, his got family it. Family member, that's right. And he said, look, oh, there's a chance that I might have it. And so they, when they tested him, they said, all right, if you're going to come here, you've got to isolate. When you get here, we'll do the, do the test. And they all, three of them had it, all asymptomatic as well. So no one, they, none of them actually even got sick. Oh. I think they've since tested. They don't have it now. Yeah. But out of all the tests, I think there's like the Dana White and the commentary team have all done, I think, about eight or nine tests now. I wonder if that... Uh the bloke that writes the blog or the or whatever he was, the, I saw a video. You showed me a video of him getting tested, and he didn't. John cope, Morgan. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't cope well with the test. He just he said, "I don't want to ever do that again." Although, although, have we done a podcast t- since I had my test? Um, don't think so. No, I don't. No, because it was the day after. Correct. Yeah. So I got my COVID nineteen test. Yeah, mm. it's true. It's not comfortable, but. <laughs> But fuck it does clear it does clear the sinus out yeah. after. Uh, yeah, um, got got a cotton bud the length of a pole vaulting pole oh. and stuck well, it up well your schnoz. The first one they shoved down the back of my throat and hit the old dangly bit and then yeah, <laughs> you, you you know how porn stars feel now. Like instant reflux. Gag, gag a bit. In, instantly gagged and then uh, um, then she put that same stick and she said uh, now put your head back. Oh, I shouldn't speak like that. The nurse said just put your head back <laughs> and I. I put my head back and it was like, you see with those street guys when they put swords down their throats and that, yeah. it felt like that going into my sinus. Oh. And it got to a point where I thought, oh yeah, that's that's as deep as they're going to go. That That's pretty deep. No, kept pushing <laughs> and you can't help but screw your face up and oh. And as she pulled it out, you instant... feel it tickling the top of your spine or something? Oh. It, it felt like um, 
yeah, well, that, like they say, it feels like they're tickling your brain. But the, it's just like, it was like a, uh, what do you call it, like a toilet brush. It's, oh. it, the end of the tip wasn't like a normal cotton tip. Oh, sort of like a toothbrush type Look, Yeah, well, it looked like a fucking toilet Dunny brush. Dunny brush. And yeah. <laughs> when it went right up in there and you just sit there and you, it's the longest five seconds <laughs> and she pulled it out and I blew my nose. But then that day, later on the day, I was like... Whoa. Smelling things you'd I never thought, smelt like, before. Holy shit, it cleared it out. I might maybe do the other side next time too. But... I think people get scared about doing the test. I was. I got up there. <laughs> what are you? I wasn't scared. It's well, you just said you were. All right, well, I'll go get a cotton tip and shove it in your fucking sinus now. I bet you wouldn't be excited about it. <laughs> it was not exciting because I'd I'll, seen videos of it being done. I'll like, pass. Oh. I'll pass uh, getting you to do it to me. Oh. <laughs> I'd rather a medical professional go, do it. Go rather to than Flinders. But you go into Flinders and I didn't know where to go. <laughs> and I'm walking up there. And there's like guards in different areas, nurses standing there. And I just walked to the one and I said, uh, COVID-19 tests. And you see their faces just change. Like, like, yeah, up there, just just, just go up Just there. stay away yeah, from in me. A, in other words, that way, fuck off, away now. <laughs> and then you get there and there's this other fella sitting at the bottom of the ramp. And I go, oh, COVID test. He's like, up. <laughs> up the ramp. Like, don't come near me. And then you get there and it's, it's, it's like warfare. There's... They've got the, the masks on, the huge gowns on, and they say, put this mask on, which, by the way, you cannot breathe in. Horrible to breathe in. After a minute, of, I wanted to take it off. I remember I was, they put you in this corner. I'm sitting there writing my form. And I, I took it off to breathe a bit, and I put it back on. Oh, shit. All I had was a fucking snotty nose and a bit of a sore throat, but that's what a lot of people had, and they're dead now. So, But, yeah, it's very daunting, but... Uh, by all means, if we want to get back to normal, if you get that snotty nose or you get that sore throat or you get any sort of flu symptoms, people, get up there and get your brain scratched and uh, <laughs> we can start living a normal life again. But don't recommend doing it for shits and giggles, but it was an experience. It's on the bucket list when people mm. back in the day go, oh, the COVID swept through. Yeah. I can say I got yeah. tested for it. And I'm certified to not have it, by the way. So, Got the t- Certificate. Going to frame it, put it on the wall. Certificate of non-COVID. With all your trophies. <laughs> Not many there. <laughs> Bit of an empty one. Probably mate. more than mine, mate. Maybe we'll get on YouTube and get one of those trophies one day if they want to want to like us and people want to listen and watch. So over the coming weeks, though, bit on the horizon for uh, Daniel and the publican. So Danny Hurley, the publican, by the way. Most people know that, but let's get that name clear. We've, uh, we're going to look to get some guests over the coming weeks, so uh, stay tuned for that. Need to get some big fish, need to get some rippers, so uh, not strippers, uh, get some, <laughs> some ripper guests on board. But uh, yeah, it'll be good to have a third person you need to bounce stuff off. And, and you've said who I am. Why haven't you said who you are? Everyone knows who Caesar is, mate. All right, okay. Thought that so, might be the case. It's Luke Caesar, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> So, yeah, we, are, we reckon over the coming weeks we're going to have some guests go through stories and, and expand it. So all you listening uh, might get some player profiles out. Might get a player profile of Danny, actually. I might do that tonight. <laughs> Q&A. I'll, ask, I'll do the questions and I'll write the answers down too. Can I lie about me height? <laughs> We're not sure. Well, you want to be taller? No, I want to be taller. All right, I'll lie about my weight then. Um, <laughs> slim build, man. With lush hair. <laughs> Luscious locks. On my back. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, there's a big big upcoming in sport. So we got some guests on, got a lot of sport coming up. And uh, hopefully we can get some people in the, in higher places to make fools of themselves. We can talk about it on here. But uh, lovely Sunday session, mate. You had fun? No, it's been good. Yeah, right. we'll, been good. We'll, we'll, get some, we'll get some more material for the next week. So... Good night, everyone. Have a good week this week, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we're going to see some footy soon, and we can start dissecting every game like we're actual professional commentators. And be good. Oh, bit of bit of companion commentary. Right, that'd be good, actually. If we did a Friday night game, yeah, we don't commentate it, but we'll just sit here talking while the game's on. Yeah. People can tune their TVs in to sync with. This. We'll have to go, go through the fixture and work out what game we want to do. They can what do we do the show now? <sighs> Fuck. We'll have to get someone in so it's not 
completely one-sided, our, our companion commentary. Oh, I know some Port Nuffies. I know plenty of Port Nuffies that we could get. I on. only know Port Nuffies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good one. Yes, the showdown. Simulcast on Danny. It's a um, Saturday season night, isn't it? Saturday night, season of the publican. Hopefully I don't have the kids. Um, yeah. Stay tuned, people. We can do a, not the fight companion, the footy companion uh, for the showdown. But everyone, have a good week. Uh, if you're driving to this on a Monday morning or driving around at your job, have a good week. Yep. And uh, don't work too hard. We won't be. And I'll look forward to seeing you all at the pub. Come to the Maid of Auckland. It's a big week. Get in there. Celebrate. Pump some money back into the hurley pockets. Hooroo, people. Hooroo.